Hey everybody, welcome back to another night of uh, Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here at Grace Church, and this is Steve Eden, senior pastor here. And we're going to talk about out. This is our sixth um, si uh, sixth part in the series of Balanced Christianity, and we've been talking about how Jesus lived a balanced life of up, in, and out. And so uh, today we're going to talk about out. But before we do that, I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you for who you are and who you created us to be in uh, the uniqueness of, um, of everything you've gifted us with and called us to do and all of that, but ultimately that you've um, designed us to be conformed to your image. Mm -hmm. And um, just whatever said today, um, I ask that you speak to our heart what we need to hear in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, we've talked before about balanced Christianity and up and out, but mm -hmm. will you read for us out of Luke 6, um, yep. kind of the snapshot picture of it? Yeah, verse 12. Now, it came to pass in those days that uh, Jesus went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. When it was day, he called his disciples to himself and from them chose 12, whom he also named apostles, uh, Simon and Andrew and James and Philip and Bartholomew and you can read all those. The, red, the rest of the names for yeah. several verses. Uh, verse 17, And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from Judea, Jerusalem, and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from Jesus and healed them all. So, Amazing. yeah, and awesome. Yeah. So what sticks out to you in this verse? Well, obviously all three are there. He went up the mountain uh, mm -hmm. to be with his father. So that's up his uh, intimate relationship with uh, with the father. And it, everything starts there. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't want to do in or out without mm -hmm. some semblance of personal walk with the Lord. Uh, then he called those to himself, you know, an inner circle of people that he was walking with. I mean, he did have the crowd right. but and, and those disciples, but he also had that inner circle he walked with. And then coming out of both of those, the up and the in, then uh, he goes out and does ministry, uh, healing people's diseases, casting out demons and things like that. Yeah. So like you just said, it has all three. It showed Jesus's relationship up with the Father. Right. And... And then after he prayed about it, he called those to himself that he was supposed to be in close relationship mm -hmm. with. Right. He didn't go make an intellectual decision on <laughs> why I think these people should be in close relationship, right? We, we have talked a lot about that lately yeah. at Grace Church as far as just human mm -hmm. reasoning and human rationale. And I was with a group last night, and uh, the Lord just took me back to 1 Corinthians 2, 16, how mm. we have the mind of Christ. Mm. 14 says that the things of God are spiritually discerned. Mm. Uh, the natural man can't even grasp them. And so, yeah, he's, he's in the Spirit with mm. his Father. Yeah. He's spending time with Him. He comes out with directive mm -hmm. on, okay, these are ones I really need to specifically pour into. He poured into everybody, but, right. you know, he's really going to well, focus on them. Well, it's intentional, life on life. Yeah, it's intentional different. investment, yeah. Yeah. right. And then, uh, you know, from there, going and ministering to the to the multitudes. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, Annie and I were uh, on Walk It Out together, and we were just talking about uh, when she was in my first gen and how I would have never selected 
the people that, I mean, she wasn't even 30. And then Ron Garman was like 68 or 69, like two vast differences. And we got Annie and then we've got Ron the Cowboy and like nothing. Point being that you, you know, tried to sit with the Lord. Let me get this from the mind of the spirit, from the mind of Christ and not use intellectualism. If you just use that, yeah, you might've picked a bunch of ladies all your same Mm -hmm. age, for example. Right. Or people I just liked. Not that I didn't like them. That's right. Who wouldn't give me any grief. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm not saying they did. Well, and not even that I didn't like them, but people I was already comfortable with. Right. And um, man, it just, it just messes with you. And like, that's what out is. Out is... It's like for some people, they like out because they don't ever have to be real with people because they use it as a crutch. I know it seems so, odd, yeah. right? So like if if I don't, if I only have relationship with people that I may never meet again, oh, then okay, it's safe yeah. for my so heart. kind of surface level right. relationships. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus demonstrated here the up, the in, and the out, all three mm-hmm. were right. just as important because even though he was connected to the Father and he was in this close relationship, he never lost sight yeah. of the Father's heart of a dying world. Yeah. Like a lost and dying world, the, the reason why Jesus came mm-hmm. to reconcile us back to the Father. You know, you know, you know what's know? interesting? I just had this thought. Do you remember the time that Jody, and I don't remember what we were doing as a staff, but we were talking about what a disciple at Grace Church is that abides mm-hmm. in him walks in his ways, and then does his works. And she was talking about how abiding must travel mm-hmm. into all three. Right. I see the same thing here. That it's huge. In our relationship yeah. with the Father, that we don't go do in yeah. <laughs> or out separate from him. Right. He better be with you, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense. Well, we know he is with you, but what I mean is that you, you need to have the yeah. understanding that he's with you in investing in that small circle of people mm-hmm. or that when you're out and about putting them on display, yeah. like we like to talk about. And if it doesn't flow from the up to the end to the out, and it just goes up to out, which isn't horrible necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's not like, how do you then help those people work through hard things in their life? Like yeah. maybe you meet somebody at Walmart and you pray for them and they get healed and you have an instant connection, yeah. but then they're like, I got to work through this stuff with my spouse and I got to th- work through right. this. And you don't know how to have in, mm-hmm. man, it's really hard for you to walk alongside of them yeah. and help them. So being balanced and willing and all It would free. almost like be like, you know, having this baby at the hospital. Mm-hmm. They encounter the Lord, let's say in Walmart, he gives you a word of knowledge that, hey, pray for that gentleman over there. He's really hurting. So you pray, mm-hmm. uh, he's healed. And then like you said, hey, I want to introduce my wife to Jesus or whatever. If there's no uh, follow-up right. relationship or a purposeful investment into, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, where does he go from here? Right. It's almost like leaving the baby at the hospital yeah. and saying, hey, somebody else raise him. Right, mm-hmm. right. And it's just not what we saw with Jesus. So, right. Right. so um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, because this is our first week to talk about out, is what did we see Jesus and even the early church do? In and out, which just means to like reach the dark and dying world, um, mm-hmm. to get the gospels outside of the walls of your church and your home. Well, I'll you tell know. you, I'll start with the early church because Jesus, you know, he's full of love and full of truth, and people, people sought him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the early church, they didn't out argue the pagans, right. yeah. <laughs> they out loved them, yeah, they out communicated 
communityed mm -hmm. them. They had, you know, Jesus had said in John 17 that when you all are one, mm -hmm. as uh, I and the Father are one, the world will know. And we start seeing that in the early church when 3,000 are added, 5,000 mm -hmm. are added. Um, they're not out, you know, yelling at people, turn or burn mm -hmm. or any of that stuff. They're loving well. Mm -hmm. Of course, the power of the Holy Spirit right. is evidence. Mm -hmm. And we see that with Jesus, mm -hmm. too. That they're dealing uh, the enemy, destroying the works of the mm -hmm. devil, First John 3, 8, by that same spirit and power that was in Jesus. We see it in the early church, but they certainly weren't out arguing people or what I like to say, they're not in the arena of head-to-head -head combat. Right. Let me, you know, defeat you in my mm -hmm. words and my knowledge. Uh, they were loving from the heart. They were loving from the spirit. They were mm -hmm. building community uh, around the centrality of Jesus Christ, that he's the Messiah, he's God in the flesh. And then uh, they loved each other well, but they loved mm -hmm. their towns well. Right, mm -hmm. right. And we talked about how, um, uh, right before we came on, about how like people were added to their numbers daily. Yeah. <clears throat> and so in order for that to happen, there has to be a lot of out. Yeah, Because you right. can't build intentional, deep relationships that fast yeah if they if it was right. if it was being added that rapidly every day and that there were a lot not yeah. just the apostles participating but uh what does scripture say some sow some water mm -hmm. but god god was giving that increase right. when you're talking about three thousand and five thousand but yeah your point is right there was a lot of people mm -hmm. sowing there was a lot of people, people watering, watering yeah and carrying that newfound up, you know, their mm -hmm. intimacy with the Lord, the Holy Spirit, or excuse me, Jesus had been with them, um, walking beside right. them, but now he's inside right. them. So this newfound intimacy they have with him and the Father, and of course being uh, exemplified and mm -hmm. empowered by the Holy Spirit right. was evident right. uh, in their lives, and it made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people know you that are watching just from your role here mm -hmm. and your call and assignment. Yeah. But what does out look like for Steve Eden, yeah. the person? Just regular old Steve yeah. out and about. I, yeah. I I said this earlier. I really do think it's true. I think it's being available. Mm -hmm. I think it's being interruptible, like being at Walmart mm -hmm. or uh, at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And you can tell whether a waiter or waitress is struggling and just opening your heart to the voice of the Lord, that is there something you'd like me to speak here right. or pray? Sometimes I call them sniper prayers. I don't um, actually engage them in conversation, but I will pray for them, mm -hmm. that person, because I just feel led of the Lord that they need prayer or whatever. Uh, sometimes you do engage. It's just being open to obey him as he leads you. There's mm -hmm. been times, though, that I've I wouldn't say I missed it. I guess I was disobedient. I can remember a time being in Walmart and seeing a guy. It's happened more than once. But uh, seeing someone in a wheelchair mm -hmm. and really feeling impressed that the Lord wanted me to pray for that individual. But just not having the courage, I guess, mm -hmm. to do it, not stepping out mm -hmm. and doing that in that instance. And as I was saying on Sunday, we don't like to hear this, but this is kind of how he showed it to me. Sometimes I love me mm -hmm. more than I love others. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to grow beyond that. I want to mature uh, out of that. I don't want to stay there. Yeah. But um, So it's not always easy, and I understand that. But at the same time, out for Steve comes with the mindset that, I'm there to help. Mm -hmm. I really think Jesus evangelistic, his out style, mm -hmm. 
was to walk among humanity mm-hmm. every day right. with a desire to do them good. Yeah. And if I can do them good by blessing them financially, serving them, and encouraging word to them, or even sniper prayers, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I know um, I know. for me, when I'm out and about and I feel impressed to pray for somebody and I don't, yeah. it usually is like the time that it's going to take or, yeah. you know, like... Or the I've, commotion it could cause. Yeah, and, and even like, you know, when my kids have to be picked up from school or my, mm-hmm. the, you know, like that instead of like, it's not a big deal for them to wait three more minutes. Right. Well, I I mean, right. like if the Lord if the, really wants to the touch the kingdom this person, is really one to break through, right. I think they can wait three minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So out of up, in, and out, which one is like a natural default you don't think about much? I think for out you? is a natural default for me. Uh, we've had conversations, you and I and uh, and Jody and some yes, others, yeah. that when we're doing Fourth of July outreaches, mm-hmm. when we're doing, as a church, um, the Thanksgiving outreach, I'm in my native land. You know, that's yeah. that's kind of the running phrase yeah. is uh, just watching Steve. There he goes. Yeah. So it is very natural to me. I don't mind engaging strangers at all. And you know, the beauty of what the Lord has given us here at Grace Church is this term of servant evangelism, yeah. where we're coming with a heart to serve. We mm-hmm. want to demonstrate the Father's goodness, his generosity, and his love. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the Thanksgiving meal, for example, when we deliver to the break room at Crest, there is that card on each dinner, each meal that says, uh, we hope that uh, this small gift Mm -hmm. brightens your day. We wanted you to know God loves you. No strings attached. We don't want anything for what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Because how many of us, we didn't, we we got saved and we got loved because God is so good. We didn't earn that. Yeah. We certainly didn't pay him for it. So we we uh I'm going to say I I love putting God on display mm-hmm. that way and uh what I look at that Gretchen is that Jesus didn't come just to preach the mm-hmm. message that God so loved the world. He did, mm-hmm. and he did declare it, but he actually was the message. Yeah. And how he lived, his demeanor, his attitude, and his actions towards others was the message of how much God loves humanity. Yeah. One other thing I would say in that, I think why why I'm comfortable mm-hmm. is Colossians 1.16. Every human being is made by him and for him. So for the last several years, I've never felt like that sharing the goodness of God with somebody uh, is inviting them to some uphill, right. miserable mm-hmm. life. It is He is yeah. the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, if they want to be happy, mm-hmm. we have the answer. Right. And so I live kind of with that mindset that I'm there to help. I'm not, you know, I couldn't always say that mm-hmm. growing up, even in church, and then uh, even initially working at a church in out, as the outreach mm-hmm. and evangelism pastor. I couldn't, I had not wrapped my mind around right. yet that I wasn't asking them to do something that maybe they didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. But inside of every human being, at the core of their heart, they're made for right. him. And it is their homecoming yeah. when they receive him. Well, you cannot help somebody experience something that you have not experienced yourself because you yeah. can identify with it. That's and right. that's exactly what you're talking about. That's right. Because mm-hmm. you have to, you're experiencing that you're made by God and for God. Mm-hmm. And so out of that experiencing, you're wanting to make sure everybody else right. knows. Because you know? no, getting to know him, yeah. and it's always this ongoing process, but it was not burdensome mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I love him. And the more he would show himself to me, the more it resonated right. life within me. Yeah. It wasn't burdensome. Now, listen, here's the difference. Religion 
is a hard taskmaster. Religion, our efforts, our self-effort to try to get God to love us, get you know, perform well enough for Him to accept us or spend time with us. That is a hard taskmaster. Yeah, or do it because it's duty, like we should do it. Yeah, there's no you know? power in obligation or yeah. duty. There's great power in mm-hmm. love, grace, yeah. intimacy. Those things that that Gretchen is I learned that that's his nature, that's how he relates to me and how I can relate to him. And of course, you know, I'm working on a new book called The True Nature of God. Who we believe he is is how we'll be in yeah. the out. It's yeah. how we will treat others. I would say in the end, too. Oh, uh, it's my how, goodness, yeah. in the end. You know, if he's, if he's faithful <laughs> yeah. to me mm-hmm. beyond my mistakes, mm-hmm. then I learn that, I receive that for me, and then I share right. that. He never right. asks us to earn it, but he does ask us to right. share it in the in and then again in the out. Well, and even to say that, like, if I know that I can be safe with the Father and I'm safe with Him, then I can be safe in my in Mm -hmm. and I can be safe in the out. I don't have to be fearful of of people and, you know, even even when they're not Christians. But I had seen, you know, I lived through evangelism explosion training Mm -hmm. and (laughs) I say that like I actually, I mean, my age wise is what I'm saying. I just found my book uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was unpacking. We had Romans Road, we had evangelism explosion, we had, you know, all those things. And it just seems so um, awkward. Yeah. It was like duty and like yeah. a program you had to complete. Each we're we're step. trying to get yeah. him to say this, trying to get him to confess, or you know, if you died right now yeah. and you went to heaven, why should God let you in and all that, man? It's like if justification. You the, if you get to the gates and he doesn't recognize you, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Uh, he's not yeah. going to ask me that question. Right. He knows me, uh, and so and so that shift it took away all my fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because. I won't say all my fear because well, I mentioned praying for the right. guy in the wheelchair. Most of it, though. That's a, that's a struggle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of it, as far as engaging people in the goodness of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the goodness of God, and just the gospel yeah. of his kingdom, right. his redemptive, I call it his redemptive rule in the heart of human being. I've never seen a human being mm-hmm. receive Christ and then go kick rocks down the road like this is the worst thing that's right. ever happened to me. Right. They light up. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you have that understanding, it empowers mm-hmm. you in the out. Right, right. Well, as sometimes how it goes, sometimes we can get a little excited and talk about the things of the kingdom and how God has wired and designed people to live in the out. And so that's what happened. And so you just caught part A of my conversation with Steve. Next Monday, we will continue the conversation. Uh, We uh, went longer than expected, which was totally fun, and we have broke it up into two parts. So uh, join us next Monday as you you, uh, get the next segment of my conversation with Steve as we talk about being out with the crowd, what it looks like to put God on display in your own life. And so let me go ahead and pray for us. Father, we thank you for who you are, and Father, I thank you for just different gift sets and wirings. Father, I thank you that you modeled in Jesus a balanced life of what it looks like to live up with you in with close, personal, heart-connected relationships and then out with the crowd, the people that we meet every single day through the drive through and stores, at ball games, all those things. And Father, how no matter what avenue it is, that as we live connected to you, we can impact this world, just like John 17 says, to show unity and love and your kingdom power and manifestation anywhere we go in whatever context. 
And so as we close tonight, uh, we just want to give you thanks for just the opportunity to be able to partner with you in advancing your kingdom in Jesus' name.